It's Tuesday, September 8, 2022. We're heading to the worst part of this heat wave, and the risk for outages is real, and it's immediate. Historic heat wave strains electric grids in the U.S. West. Russia's actively manipulating the gas market. Russia's new threat to shut off all energy exports to Europe. Plus... Just the scale of uh, the flooded area, the numbers of people involved... Um, it's it's truly horrific and, and frankly frightening because it's such an obvious indicator of the impact of climate change. Humanitarian crisis unfolds in Pakistan amid catastrophic flooding. All of that crises and catastrophe straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Given the scientific predictions this summer with its oppressive and widespread heat waves, is likely to be one of the coolest summers of the rest of our lives. Well, thank you for that terrible news, Gina Raimondo, Secretary of Commerce. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, we are back after a week or so off. I'm sure everything is fine. There's nothing to report. No concerns about the climate <laughs> as of today. Oh, I wish that were so. So do I. However, I do have some good news for Jackson, Mississippi. Uh-huh. Water pressure has been restored to the city after weeks of total shutdown. The city's water system was already fragile due to decades of underfunding and deferred maintenance, and then it was crippled last month by catastrophic flash floods. Jackson will get some repair funding from President Biden's infrastructure law, but But on Tuesday, Mississippi's Republican Governor Tate Reeves, who previously vetoed new funding for Jackson's water system, said this. I'm open to um, all options. Privatization is on the table. Oh, great. I thought that was supposed to be the good news story. (laughs) As a matter of fact, if you're starting with the good news... Boy, the rest of this GNR must be pretty grim. Well, yes, this summer of heat and floods is continuing in the United States. While we were out, Rhode Island and Georgia were the latest U.S. states to careen from drought to torrential rain and floods. Providence, Rhode Island and Somerville, Georgia, a thousand miles apart, were both hit with nearly a foot of rain in 12 hours Mm. over the Labor Day weekend, Mm. triggering flash floods that inundated neighborhoods and roadways and collapsed buildings. We have seen this in about a half a dozen states in just the past month this year. It's been about eight or nine. Oh, man. In the U.S. West, a persistent, historic, extreme heat wave has entered its second week, breaking hundreds of temperature records and fueling deadly wildfires. In California, dozens of records have been shattered by 10 degrees or more, Mm. severely straining the state's power grid. State capital Sacramento hit a new all-time high record of 116 degrees. A new study projects that because of climate change, by 2050, dangerous extreme heat waves will likely hit at least three times more often around the world. And it's not only the triple-digit temperatures. It's also the duration of this thing. Exactly. Day after day after day. It's, It's amazing out here. Scientists say the searing heat and deadly floods are part of the global pattern of man-made climate change, turbocharging extreme weather and pummeling our critical infrastructure. 
In other news, the United Nations is requesting nearly $170 million in additional aid for Pakistan, now facing a humanitarian crisis amid the worst flooding in the country's history. Two months of torrential downpours and heat-induced rapid glacier melt generated catastrophic floods that have put one-third of the country underwater. At least 1,400 people are confirmed dead, mm. 33 million displaced, and in dire need of food, water, and shelter. 33 million displaced? Damages are in the billions, increasing calls for climate reparations. Damage payments from rich countries most responsible for man-made climate change to developing countries like Pakistan that have contributed little to the crisis. In Europe, natural gas prices tripled after Russia refused to restart the European Union's main gas pipeline after a temporary shutdown for repairs. Russian President Vladimir Putin on Wednesday threatened to halt all energy sales to Europe if Western countries follow through with a proposed cap on Russian oil and gas prices. And finally, while we were out, California state regulators voted to phase out sales of new gasoline-powered cars, setting interim targets for carmakers to ultimately reach 100% zero-emission vehicle sales by 2035. More than a dozen states may follow California's lead, representing 40% of the U.S. car market. So there's that. Beyond that, of course, we go away for a week and everything falls apart. <laughs> yeah. It was all so good before we left. <laughs> for much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. Oh, yeah.